Hello, party people. This is Rick Napier, the CEO at Real People USA LLC, located in California. And today's podcast episode is is one that I'm doing because, you know, I was just told some information about something happening in Arizona, and there was a candidate running for Congress. His name is Alex Stovall. And he's a army reservist, and I want to thank him for his service to our great country. And I was just told that he is no longer in the race because his ballot petitions are something to the effect of not qualifying for the ballot, not qualifying to to be in the primary. And Arizona has something similar to Florida, but it's slightly different in a way where you have to collect uh, these these ballot petitions and then people get a chance to challenge the petitions and when they challenge the petitions based on the challenge some of the signatures may not uh, be appropriate or may not be accepted so that so that you get your accounts and I think his counts Alex count I think he needed something shy of 2,000 to be on the ballot and I guess, based on what I'm just seeing, that he's no longer in the uh, Arizona congressional race there in Metro Phoenix. But, you know, so he lost. I mean, he's out. But the reason why I'm doing this podcast episode is not so much directed at him, but he was able to raise $147,000 in donation money. And to raise that much money and donation money and not even make it to the to the race, not even be able to be on the ballot in the primary election, that's totally unacceptable and not so much on his part. But who in the hell is is running his campaign? If you have one hundred and forty seven thousand dollars in donations, you can pay someone six dollars let's see let's say he needed two thousand ballot petition signatures and let's say the each signature cost six dollars hell let's say it cost ten dollars let's pay the people well to get these signatures well let's see ten dollars times two thousand is twenty thousand dollars okay so if he spent twenty thousand dollars to get legitimate signatures, he would be in the primary election. So where does where does this money go? $148,000 and you couldn't find 20,000 to pay people to get acceptable signatures. See, that's a that's a flaw in whoever's helping him. That's why I'm saying it's not really uh, his fault. I'm not really make, doing this podcast episode uh, about him. I'm talking about whatever the system that he was under, that he was using, failed him. So if you look at FEC.gov, and I recommend all donors go to FEC.gov. That's the Federal Election Campaign website, and it's it's public information. That's where I found it. Okay, so it's not, it doesn't require a password. It doesn't require a username. It does not require 
you to put your information of who you're looking looking at it's just out there so i went on to fec.gov to look up you know how much money he raised and i did i was shocked i thought it was like going to be something like $30,000 $40,000 but to see it was like a little shy of $150,000 i was shocked so when you click on fec.gov and you 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 put in the candidate's name where you want to search and see how much money they raised and you can also look at where the money was spent so i only spent 5 minutes on fec.gov looking at alex's expenditures uh, i saw a lot of hotel expenses i saw some trips to orlando I just I saw two lines where consultants were paid about 16 or $17,000. In fact, there there were more consultant lines than just those two, but the two top ones I saw, one was 13,000, I think one was 3,000 and some change, but there were others, you know, 200, 300, 400 and some compliance stuff, you know, with the campaign. So, my point is it, at least those two entries the ones that add up to $16,000, maybe $17,000. Why didn't the cons- the consultant tell Alex he needed to pay for signatures or at least make sure he gets past the signature process? See, to me that's that's shocking and that also is a sign of failure with whoever's helping him. So if you continue looking at the expenditure expenditure list, you see that um, Alex took some trips. I didn't look at all of them. He could have been a lot of places, but I saw Orlando and I saw Virginia several times. Like, you know, Virginia a lot. I'm not sure how many times for Orlando. But Alex's district is in Metro Phoenix. Why is Alex in Virginia? Alex doesn't have any voters in Virginia. He was in Orlando maybe at least once, maybe twice. Alex doesn't have any voters in Orlando. His voters are in Metro Phoenix. So, like I said, I didn't add up all the different trips to Virginia, the flights, the lifts. There's like a ton of lifts, there's a ton there's some flights. Um you know, I don't know what that adds up to. Someone else, someone else can look that up. My point is, this young man lost, and he raised one hundred and fifty thousand dollars by one hundred and forty-seven thousand, to be exact. And this is what I talk about all the time when I talk about grifting. Now, maybe Alex didn't think he was grifting, but I know in, in certain circles in America. And it's not just with Alex, it's with a lot of candidates. They go to these places, they dress up real nice, they pay two to three hundred dollars per night for these hotels, they have these lavish dinners, Um, they fly in on these flights, and they spend the donors' money. They spend the donors' money, and the most sad part about it is that a lot of times, if not most of the times, they lose. Now, see, and that's that's where my, my beef is with this whole donation thing. 
if you raise $147,000, you know, put the money in systems so you can win. Alex had no reason uh, to be in Virginia. And, and, you know, several times. Orlando, at least once. All those hotel expenses. Put the money in your campaign so you can win. At least get the first base. At least get on the ballot. And that's probably my biggest, uh, you know, gripe is all that money. And he didn't even make it to the ballot. See, if I was a donor and he didn't make it to the ballot, I would be very upset. But none of this is illegal. Just want to say that none of this is illegal and it has become an industry and it probably was an industry long before I started looking at it. But if I were a donor, I would be very upset because this is what donors talk to me about at Real People USA. They say, Rick, how come, you know, people ask for money and, you know, 90%, 95% of them end up losing. So, and that's what triggered me to start kind of looking at this thing. Um, and I started, I guess, officially around December of 2020. But even before that, before December of 2020, I was looking at all these races and the one that stands out at the top of my mind was the Maryland congressional race where the candidate uh, was very popular on TV all the time, you know, on social media, YouTube. And I believe the candidate raised several million dollars, maybe three, four, five, six, seven, eight million dollars. And the candidate lost. So again, it's really perplexing to me that um, people are raising all this money and they are losing. And that's the part that. So in other words, what I'm trying to say is if you're going to run your race and you're going to and especially if you're going to ask donors for money, I mean, you're going to ask donors for a lot of money. Okay, if you're going to ask donors for a lot of money, at least match the effort with the money that you're raising. So if, if you're going to raise $100,000, prove to donors through actions, not through hanging out in hotels, you know, sitting on flights, eating expensive dinners, hanging out with the Grifter Club in, in, in D.C. or Orlando or Las Vegas or California. Show the voters that you are working for the... Um, the, the donations. Otherwise, it just looks like a grifter operation. And I know, like I said, I've seen over the last couple of years, I've seen uh, people that have turned running for office into an industry. And sometimes, I don't know, maybe they don't care if they win. I mean, think about this. If every two years you can make $500,000, $1 million or raise, not make, but raise $500,000 to $1 million in a uh, running for office, why would you take a full-time job that pays $75,000, $80,000? Even people at Google make $200,000. You know, at Twitter, they make $200,000. But the person running for office can, can receive in donations 
200,000. Obviously, very simple. Alex got 147,000. And, and, you know, and he was, you know, nobody, he wasn't even a big profile name. Wasn't even a big name. And he raised 147,000. So what does that say when people raise 500,000, $1 million, $2 million, and end up losing? You know, so that's just very interesting. And, um, you know, I feel sorry for the kid, you know, I, feel, I really do. And I know Real People USA, we will never become a pack. I just don't like the way that looks. I don't like the way that feels. I don't like receiving money uh, from donors and then having to be responsible you know, to the donors. I prefer to work directly with the candidates. And, 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 and if there's any money to be spent, let's raise the money for the candidates. Let's show the candidates how to be effective, how to be efficient, how to you run a, a great PR campaign, how to be on the ground in your community and not freaking, you know, 2,400 miles away in Virginia or 2,400 miles away in Orlando. So um, it's just very interesting, <laughs> but I'm not surprised because I see this all the time. I see it a lot in California. I see it here in the Sacramento area. I see it down in Los Angeles heavily. They are crying out for people that they are donating to, to win, to fix the problems that we have under Let's Go Brandon. And what we're seeing or what I'm seeing is I see grifters who are running for the, for the money. And I also see Republicans who are running, but they're really Democrats. And we're going to talk about that uh, when we start talking about the Reuben Young race in, in Congressional District 2-5. Not 2-3, but 2-5. We're going to talk a whole bunch about what's happening down in sunny South Florida and in his race against Debbie Wasserman Schultz and his primary opponent, uh, Carla Spalding. Yes, we're going to talk a lot about that. We're going to turn on the Reuben Young campaign like it's never been turned on before. And we're going to talk about why Reuben Young is the best candidate for District 25. Not 2-3, but 2-5. My name is Rick Napier, the CEO at Real People USA based in California. And by the way, I am a Florida native, born and raised in Florida, lived down in sunny South Florida, and but was born and raised in Tampa. But, have, but I have lived in Opelika, Dania Beach. I know sunny South Florida like the back of my hand. As a child, at least, it's probably changed a lot. In fact, my son is in Miami, Florida right now, visiting relatives. So anyway, take care. Make it a great day. Uh, adios, bonjour, and uh, 